WDB Radio. I hope everyone's enjoying the beginning of the spring weather, getting some sun, some vitamin D, all of that. Um, today, we are chatting with Megan Chasson. She is the owner of M Studio Design in Southern California. Megan, it's great chatting with you today. Yes, likewise, Adam. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Of course. Now, let, just to get right into it, you got your start in property management and, and real estate on that side of things. Uh, so I was wondering if you could talk a little bit <laughs> about kind of what impact that experience has had on your design career and what lessons you were able to carry over. Yeah, absolutely. So what's funny about that is while I was working in property management, I actually did not know that interior design was even a thing. And so I I imagine that that's where um, that exposure had happened. Sure. So uh, I was a, a leasing agent. A leasing agent is um, you know, the person who's showing the various properties, uh, going into different homes, condos, detached homes. I've seen all sorts of things. And um, if you are, are you familiar with Pacific Beach down in San Diego? I am not, no. Okay, well, it's a... It's kind of a fun, rowdy college um, beach community. Okay. I, I lived there for some time in my college years. But anyway, that's where the property management company was. And um, I had so much fun showing off different different homes by the beach. And one of the gals um, who was applying for, for an apartment was actually an interior designer. Her whole situation that was that um, she was going through a divorce. And she was like, oh, well, the owner, you know, I heard is looking to make some updates and I'm an interior designer and I have access to, to flooring and this and that. I was like, well, that's really cool. That's a thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was really fascinating. I started looking more into that. There were other uh, random series of events that kind of led me to the path that I'm in now, but specifically in, in property management and real estate, um, you know, the, the items that I carried over the lessons that I carried over was really, you know, how to be organized, polishing and honing in on my administrative skills. Absolutely. And um, I think that was really what allowed me to, to solidify my um, ability to appear professional and the importance of first impressions. I, I actually got my real estate license when I was um, 19 oh, wow. and I was in that role. Yeah, I was, I was working in that role from like starting from 18 up into my early 20s. And then I started uh, going to school for interior design. So there, I I learned a lot. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. I was there. I was still a I was still a youngin. <laughs> it's like you got your core classes out of the way. Almost you learned the administrative stuff, and then you could move on to the oh, more creative yeah. stuff. Totally, totally. I mean, I actually started out in um, for that same property management company. I started out as their what was I? I was I was like an assistant to the bookkeeper. Sure. And yeah. the funniest thing, I learned how to ten key type. I pride myself in that when I have a, a keyboard with the ten keys. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but it's it like does. it's so yes. easy to punch in numbers. <laughs> yep. So that was that was one of the like little fun tidbits that I had learned. But um, yeah, overall, it was a, a wonderful way to um, shift my creative mind into more of like an analytical. Let's get organized. Um, let's uh, you know, just being right out of high school, I was able mm -hmm. to figure out how to be much more professional. Yeah, and you know, you you definitely hit the ground running. So you know, kind of that leads me into my next question, which as a yeah. relatively young professional, how do you carry and present yourself with authority and confidence to clients and industry pros like what tips do you have for other young designers because I, I feel like for a young person it can be hard to 
project that you know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I hear you. And um, I had to kind of step into like an, in uh, almost an alter ego, like channel my inner Beyonce. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, while I was in college, I was just so determined to kind of prove myself in the industry. Mm-hmm. And uh, as soon as I graduated college, some of the first things that I did was um, get certified in, in various areas so I could have some letters behind my name. So if yeah. people didn't actually see my, I'm, I'm Filipino. So naturally I think, you know, we're going to look a little bit younger. Sure, sure. <laughs> a lot of people still think I'm a, a student. I'm full laddered. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's actually kind of, I, I went to a design event the other day and this woman, um, she looks at me, she's like, I've never seen you here before. She's like, so did you just graduate design school? I was like, Oh no, I did not <laughs> But, um, I, I credit that to my, youthful looking skin. But um, anyway, back to the Appalachians. So I, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I know I get off the rails sometimes, but oh, um, <laughs> uh, Al- Allied ASID. So as soon as I joined ASID, I was using their Appalachian Allied ASID. Mm-hmm. Um, that helped to give me the credibility when I was talking to other homeowners or when I was looking for a job when I first graduated. Um I also got my uh, CID, that's the Certified Interior Designer Certification. Um, What else? There were a few more. I think when I had the ability to do so, I also got my AKBD. That doesn't exist anymore. I know there's all these long letters, but um, it was for the associate. You have, oh, okay, do you? Yeah, so what happened is um, NKBA, the National Kitchen and Bath Association, they, I think they removed that particular certification and anybody who had their AKBD, this was just a couple of years ago, like I think in 2020, actually, um, they they gave everybody the opportunity to level up and take an exam and uh, produce um, some mock-up drawings in order to qualify for the CKBD. Right, so yeah. anyway, I was, I was still, you know, freshly out of college, but I had, I had all that. So after my e- my uh, my name and my email address, I had Allied ASID, AKBD, CID, yeah. <laughs> like whatever I could get. <laughs> the whole alphabet. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It was completely alphabet soup. Um, and that alone was, you know, giving me the confidence, the the credibility, and then stepping, channeling my um, my inner Beyonce yeah. uh, was was how I approached, um, you know, working and 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 conversating with other professionals. Definitely. Yeah. There's, there's still a lot that goes on in there. I mean, I, I actually wrote down on a sticky note and stuck it on like my wall when I was, um, you know, working just out of college, fake it till you make it. (laughs) But you're not actually faking it. You just think you are. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I feel like that's pretty common with young Uh, women in an industry is like, it's, it's hard to be like, no, I do deserve to be here. 100%. 100%. And uh, speaking, having that, like, using your diaphragm to speak to others. Mm-hmm. I used to cheer when I was in high school, and we had to use our diaphragm quite often. Oh, yeah. So we'd sound like a bunch of dudes yelling rather than like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm definitely a woo girl. But um, I, I kind of... <laughs> a lot of people do. I kind of use that... Um, you know, when I would network, 
I, I'm tiny. I'm four foot eleven. Uh, my voice is naturally a little bit on that higher pitch side. I'm 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 bubbly and youthful, sure. and so when I go to networking events, um, you know, I I feel that I might be perceived as this very young, fresh, green interior designer who who doesn't know much. But uh, just kind of changing the tone of my voice um, helps to kind of just give me a, a stronger presence. I feel like. Oh, also approach every single person with a very firm and strong handshake. It's not, you know, one that would squeeze their hands too tight, but um, the handshake does make a huge difference. And uh, I've been told that in the past, uh, in those uh, property management real estate days, that having a firm handshake is is a sign of a good business person. (laughs) I don't know how true that is, but uh, it does convey something. And people have commented regularly about my handshake. If you convey confidence, definitely. Like, you don't have to break all their fingers, but... <laughs> exactly, exactly. But you can so, that's just another bit. little tidbit. <laughs> that's yeah! That's really great, honestly. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I feel like I'm constantly looking for for advice for, for younger professionals as well, and it, it's, it's hard to get, like, concrete advice, but... Um, you know, uh, <laughs> switching gears a little There's bit... There's so much out there. Oh, I know, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as a, as a SoCal-based designer... Um, I'm wondering, what do you think kind of defines SoCal design in the kitchen and the bath? Like, what sort of designs and practices uh, do you think will be evergreen in your area? I feel like the open concept, for sure. That's my own Mm -hmm. opinion. Um, There are people here and there who still find that to be a trend. Uh, I've worked with a lot of clients here in SoCal that still love that open concept, but want their individual spaces within those open concepts to feel cozy and intimate. And that's just done through, you know, through other design elements. Um, Speaking of design elements, the finishes that are used here in SoCal, uh, a lot of the projects that I work on along the coast, you know, we're, we're seeing that trend of um, textural, organic type of materials. Definitely. And I think, I think that's something that's quite timeless. I mean, you look, you look at trees, you look at natural stone, it's something that's very classic and, uh, implementing that into a design, both kitchen and bathroom is something that I, I think truly defines that SoCal look, uh, you know, the or- organic movement that you see in, in a natural stone or even like porcelain slabs. You've probably seen that yeah, a lot, right? Like I have porcelain quartz um they're just getting better and better every year really uh are. to mimic that look of natural stone for sure i'm i'm specking out um have you heard of level it's um it's a, a brand of porcelain slabs okay used for countertops and uh and walls and oh my goodness they've got some, gor- some gorgeous gorgeous patterns and uh i mean Sometimes it's hard to tell the difference between what is man-made and what is is natural stone, unless you start to see like a pattern repeat of some sort. But I mean, these products are amazing. So anyway, natural stones, natural looking materials, raw, earthy, um, things that really convey that sense of ease and relaxation. Every time, yeah. I mean... What's more evergreen than nature at the end of the day? I'm I'm also curious, you know, what kind of client requests like really make your creativity sing, like really hit you right where you live and, and uh, that you would hope to do more of in the future? Huh. <laughs> well, that's a great question. I somebody had asked me a similar 
question recently. And uh, my answer to that was that it's all really dependent on the client. I think what makes me sing is, you know, the the type of clients that I work with. And um, I get so enthused and excited about it's, it's silly, but maybe it's like the cheerleader coming out of me. Um, I get excited about everything. Absolutely. <laughs> if it makes I get them excited, excited about it makes those, you excited. Right, right. Those, those, little, those little details that matter most to my clients, the things that make them smile, um, you know, how <laughs> just the things that they can really appreciate storage-wise, like how are we going to store these various items? How are we going to store these sauces or, oh my gosh, how is this, this beautiful range going to get accentuated by blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and, yeah. um, you know, all of, a, <laughs> all of a sudden it's like, Ooh, this is what gets my creative juices going. It's, it's literally everything. I don't know if that's a fair answer, but <laughs> I think it is. Cause it doesn't have to just be like, Oh, I like this color. It could be like, Oh, I like this kind of client. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. It's, and I've had some clients that don't usually make me sing. And I notice it's, you know, the, the project itself is a yeah. lot of fun, but it's something about the client where, you know, they're either they're just not getting as excited or I don't know. You're just bumming you out <laughs> a little bit. That's probably a whole other conversation. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a real thing. Absolutely. Listen, Megan, it's been so great talking with you today. I really appreciate you taking the time. My pleasure. My absolute pleasure. Did you have any other questions? Yeah, any other tips for young professionals in the industry and and how they might be able to really get their start? Absolutely. So some of the greatest advice that was given to me when I was still in design school was to get involved. Um, And more than just like more than just signing up for a membership for a design organization like ASID or NKBA, um, getting involved means like going to the meetings Mm -hmm. or networking Mm -hmm. with the professionals. That's actually how I got a couple of different internships. A lot of my colleagues got jobs. Um, and having having the ability to establish some relationships with seasoned designers, I mean, that's huge when you're a design student. So yeah. get involved. Really get involved. Oh, in there oh and then the of course <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And then of course, what I've learned um as I, you know, had graduated college and, and started working in the real world, never burn bridges. It is <laughs> such a small design community. Yep. Never burn those design bridges. You never know. <laughs> yeah, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Tread carefully when possible. <laughs> yes, stay on the up and up with everyone. <laughs> KBD Radio is hosted and produced by Autumn McGar with music by David Ayala. For more information about Kitchen and Bath Design News, please visit our website at kitchenbath.com.